morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Spike Scott Bagel, starring in Joni Loves Tchotchkes Cohen, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. There was a lot happening there. Hey, folks, thanks so much for tuning in to this another amazing episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom. I am Spike Cohen uh, with Matt Wright, as he said already, and be sure to share this everywhere right now. Show Big Tech what for by sh- using their platform even more. Be sure to share this right now, whatever you're watching or listening to this to, with, and on. That sentence isn't... That wasn't a good sentence. Uh, wherever, <laughs> wherever you're watching and listening to this, be sure to like us, subscribe to us, follow us, press whatever the thing is to demonstrate positive acceptance of who we are and what we're doing. And be sure if you are on YouTube, not just to press the subscribe button, but to also hit that bell. Hit the bell because that's hit the, the only way that your phone can blow up with notifications every time we go live. Okay? If, hit the, if bell the bell is every working. single time. If, if the bell's working, be sure to hit if, the bell. Right. Is the bell if, not if, working? On YouTube, it's it, so the Muddied Waters uh, account is subscribed to a, a, a myriad of different accounts of just things okay. that I watch when I'm at work. And sometimes I get notifications for them, and other times I don't get notifications for them. So, and I've hit the bell on quite a few. Hit the bell often. And under and hit it twice after the first time because un- hitting the bell unhits the bell, but then hit the bell again. We want this to we want them to know that you want to be notified of these things. We want we don't want you to have even a moment away from us. No. And hitting the bell makes that possible. You need twenty four seven of me and Spike. Yes. And you, you need more of us than we need of us when have multiple months worth of stuff that twenty four seven. When we are asleep, you should be also you should be consuming right. our content. You should be catching up on things that happened years ago. Yes, I don't think I'm using the right mic right now. You sound. I'm good. almost certain I'm not. You keep hmm. talking. Okay. Well, first and foremost, I would like to thank the very fine. Yep. People. No, that's. Oh God, you guys are getting a terrible experience, aren't you? <laughs> oh, this is going to be so much better for you. Oh, I would, the buttery sweet tones I would like to thank the very Cohen. fine people over at siestacava.com. And I'd like to thank Le Bleu for this delicious, pure, ultra pure. For this, I'd like to thank Le Bleu for my water. Bluvanaka. Bluvanaka. Oh, I'm so glad I looked at that. That audio was going to be terrible. Would have been better than Tuesdays. Well, there was no audio on Tuesday, so there's so any audio is better. Ah, so yeah, folks, uh, you may be thinking, wait a second, this isn't Tuesday at eight Eastern. You're right. Uh, we tried to go live. In fact, we actually technically did go live for roughly for 38, 38 seconds. seconds. Yep, 38 seconds, and uh, then it went downhill very quickly from there uh, because I was still out of town and I was uh, streaming the show on my side, but the uh, the uh, internet would not work for me where I was. And so we didn't do the show. We didn't do the show, but we're here now. And we have an amazing guest. Uh, but first, we did the let's show go here. through. The, the show, show was, was done here. here. If y'all didn't hearts. feel the show here, 
then you need to you need to join the Muddy Waters group because the show is always happening here. Muddy Waters on Facebook. Right here. This episode, of course, as always, is brought to you by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, the fastest-growing waffle-related caucus in this or any other party on this godforsaken planet that we live on. Be sure to join us today, becoming a member of the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, by uh, going to the Facebook group, which is ironically and unrelatedly named the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. And then if you want to become a credentialed, seated member with a with a with a, you know actual credentials, not just an unofficial member, but an actual voting member of the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. You get to get in on some of these sweet-ass resolutions we're passing. We haven't passed any resolutions. But if you want to join, uh, really, really join, then be sure to get a button because Libertarians love buttons like buttons love Libertarians. Be sure to go to muddiedwatersmedia.com and click on the store button, and you can buy your Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus button today. This episode, of course, is also brought to you by the Gravy King. And, of course, this episode is brought to you by Nug of Knowledge, smokable CBD products. We are selling weed on this show. <laughs> Nug of Knowledge isn't like uh, most other CBD products because it's, well, it's weed, but also uh, because the uh, 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 part of the proceeds go towards ending the destructive war on drugs. Uh, they also have a compassionate use program that donates CBD products to veterans and disabled people and others who are unable to afford these uh, these helpful products on their own. Many people who smoke this this weed here uh, often find often report back that they uh, that they feel better, oddly enough, because they just smoke weed and uh, they say that it helps them with joint pain and uh, stiffness and being sober. And uh, that it just really helps them in general. But be sure to go to nugofknowledge.com and use the checkout code SPIKE. I love it. The checkout code SPIKE, uh, S-P-I-K-E, to get 10% off, nugofknowledge.com, smokable CBD. Uh, this episode, of course, is also brought to you now by Joe Soloski for Governor of Pennsylvania. Joe Soloski is the key to Pennsylvania's success. Be sure to go to joesoloski.com to find out more. And of course, this episode is brought to you, since we're talking about governors, this episode is brought to you by South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster, who is, was, and shall remain a B.I.H. You forgot somebody. I actually have that person's shirt. Oh, gosh. Ah, I need to make a thing for him. Yes. No, I said yes. Gravy King. I said the Gravy King. <laughs> You did not say the, did you? I absolutely said the Gravy King. Joel, no. did we say, go off on mute real quick. Did we say Gravy, did I say Gravy King? Uh, I, I don't want to anger Matt, but yes, yeah, Spike, you did in fact wow. say Gravy King. Yeah, I, I really don't Gravy pay King. attention to you when we do this. I said Gravy uh, King. You did not pay attention to me saying Gravy King. Now, of course, this episode is also brought to you by personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. If you find yourself personally injured in the great state of Florida, then I have some fantastic news for you. Number one, I'm so sorry, and you have my greatest thoughts, prayers, and, and empathy. And then number two, if you are personally injured, uh, Chris Reynolds could probably get you a lot of money because he's an attorney. That's what they that's what they do. So go to chrisreynoldslaw.com uh, to find out how Chris Reynolds, personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, can help you today. chrisreynoldslaw.com. Matt? Now, uh, as you... 
probably already know for anybody who yes. has was tuned in on Tuesday and we didn't have the show. Mm-hmm. We have a very special guest yes. on tonight uh, that we're going to be opening up with. I want everybody out there in the internet world to put their hands together for Joel, vote for this man or you deserve what you get. You, you told me you would hook me up with a sweet nickname and you did not disappoint me, sir. I'm, gl- I'm glad that, that I, I was able to deliver for you. That's good. It's a nickname and a campaign slogan rolled into, rolled into one. East Stroud, it's East Stroudsburg, <laughs> Pennsylvania, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, be, East, before we get into East Stroudsburg, anything, if you, okay, before we get into anything, everybody needs to wish our guest a yes. very happy birthday. Yes, he is spending his birthday with us, muddied waters of freedom, to talk about his campaign, and this is the best thing he could think to do on his birthday. Which is sad. Well, I, I did try. I did try to hang out with you guys on Tuesday, but uh, you know, we we ran into an issue or two. Yeah, <laughs> that's also true. That's fair. But that's that's fair. But to be additionally fair, that's not our fault because. <laughs> well, I guess it is our fault. That was I, Steven's I, fault. I don't want to take. Yeah, why aren't we blaming Stephen? It's Stephen's. You fault. guys can't hear it, but I'm playing some. Happy birthday music in the background. So, Joel, can you uh, tell us a little bit on how you became a libertarian to start with before you decided to uh, run for office? Yeah, um, like a lot of people in my general age range, um, I, I started paying attention to politics around 2012 thanks to a Mr. Ron Paul. Obviously, found out about the Libertarian Party. Um, registered Libertarian, voted Libertarian for a while, um, but didn't really become involved until the Jorgensen Cohen campaign. Um, I ended up being the social media director for the state of Pennsylvania for that campaign. Um, had the pleasure of being asked to leave the Steamtown Mall in Scranton with Spike while we were collecting signatures. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it's been, uh, I yeah, forgot it's been a all about that. Since. I forgot all about that. <laughs> yes, we. Were, I, I can say that I got kicked out of a mall with a vice presidential. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time in like 20-something years, I got kicked out of a mall. We were good about it, though. We even said, yes, we're leaving because we respect private property rights. And the security guard was like, okay, just please leave. Um <laughs> The first time I ever get kicked out of a mall, it's with Spike freaking Cohen. It's, it gets, it's, it's, it's pretty Cohen. solid. If you're going to get kicked out of a mall, and I'm an expert in getting kicked out of malls. It's been a while, but I've been kicked out of many malls and shopping centers in my, in my, in my criminal career, I guess. Uh, I, I, that, it was, this one was a lot like less high impact than the previous times. Like there was no do, chasing. Do you, do you re- do you remember that mall? There was an aquarium and a DeLorean in it. Yeah. No, it was an intense mall. How did I – this it, just – guys, this just goes oh, to show how much stuff I did last year. You got that had a liquid zoo and a DeLorean? Yes. A not, liquid – a fish a, a fish zoo. A, a kid, <laughs> a a kid popped a balloon and obviously we're in a mall, so it was insanely loud. And like me and LaQuinn both turned at the same time and it looked like he was about ready to dive on top of Spike. It was one yeah. of the f- funniest things I've ever been involved yeah, in. Yeah, we all thought I had been shot. 
Um, and and me especially, I was pretty sure I'd been shot, and I thought, well, this is how it ends in a mall in uh, in suburban Pennsylvania. Um, and and so. So yeah, we were. There. Why did we get kicked out? They just didn't want us there asking uh, asking people to vote or something. Yeah, oh, we the were there. Security guard even said he wasn't sure if it was allowed or whatever, and we were like, whatever, whatever. We it was kind of dead there, but we were walking through to um uh to, to uh, collect ballot access signatures to get everyone on the ballot, and we had we were doing better outside because there was more people outside. But frankly, the mall was like, I mean, it was burning hot outside and I was wearing a suit. So I was like, yeah, let's go in the mall and see if there's any people here. And there, there weren't a lot of people, but I was fine. But then we got we got kicked out. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> You're not a real I, I libertarian tell, until I you get kicked out of a mall. That That's so I, funny. You're not a real libertarian until you get kicked out of a mall with Spike Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, that's funny. So tell us a little, like, you're running for, um, I should have done better notes, mayor, correct? Of East Stroudsburg. <laughs> yes, sir, uh, East Mudsburg, yes. East Mudsburg, yeah, East Mudsburg, East Pennsylvania. Mudsburg. The famous East Mudsburg. Um, the famous so, East Mudsburg of the, meast, famous, of the, well, of the well-known East Mud, Mudsburg Penguin franchise. That's right, and uh, much better than West Mudsburg. Oh God! Much better than West Mudsburg. Oh. We don't talk about West Mudsburg. We they're, definitely they're don't talk about West Mudsburg. <laughs> Makes me sick, really. What's happening over there in West Mudsburg? Um, so tell us about Just, how you plan to save uh, East Stroudsburg from West. Is there a West Stroudsburg, or is it just? Is there? There is. There's a regular Stroudsburg, and we are East Stroudsburg. Um, although one of the things I plan on doing is invading Stroudsburg and uniting uh, both Stroudsburgs. Uniting one of my campaign slogans is uh, is actually make Stroudsburg East again. So we're gonna we're gonna do that. Um, yes. Got some other other minor things I want to try to get done, like decriminalizing marijuana, um, eliminate. Uh, the, the the parking meters in front of our businesses, making them free. Set up a program to kind of match people up uh, in the winter time. People who can't shovel or just frankly don't want to make figure out a way to match them up with people who are unemployed or children or whoever wants to make some extra cash doing mm -hmm. some shoveling. Um, so my, minor ideas like that and uh, abolishing the sale of turkey bacon. So the big ones there are obviously unifying the Stroudsburgs under the under the correct and rightful East Stroudsburg order name, right? And then also making turkey bacon legal, illegal, and then but also decriminalizing marijuana, which I, to to me that seems like a good trade off. Like you can smoke weed, but then yeah. you, but no turkey bacon. Yeah, and you know, quite frankly, I'm I'm even willing to go a step further. I don't care what you smoke; just stop buying turkey bacon. <laughs> it's it's a disgrace. It's pathetic. You know, we've come too far as a society to still be allowing stuff like that. In my, we've really evolved past. It's twenty. What's your it's opinion on twenty twenty one? On faking? Yeah, fake bacon. What do you? What do you think my opinion might be of that, Matt? Come on, come on. <laughs> if it's not real bacon, you need to get it out of my face. All right, I'm. I'm down. I just want to make sure that we're being consistent here. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm consistent, man. I I like bacon, real bacon. Get that weak stuff out of here. 
Now, what about beef bacon? Because I actually think beef bacon tastes better than pork bacon. And to be clear, beef bacon is the same cut as pork bacon just on a, a cow instead of a pig, whereas turkey bacon is just processed turkey. Yeah, beef bacon's fine, um, as long as it's not some some whack garbage that says, oh, look, it's healthier. I don't eat bacon because I'm trying to be healthy. <laughs> I eat bacon because right. I'm depressed and I want to eat a whole pound of meat right now. So, come of on. cured meat. Of cured yeah. meat. Oh, I, yeah, my cholesterol is way too healthy. Like, we need to jack those numbers up. My, my cholesterol is not way too healthy, but yet I will still eat a pound of bacon yeah, I should say I assume mine is healthy. I, <laughs> I was going to say, with sick. your diet, I can we make that assumption? I mean, you've talked a lot about bacon during what should be a political interview, and I'm and I'm I'm, I'm concerned In all fairness, that it's possible that, you, that your cholesterol <laughs> might not be, and your blood pressure too might not be quite as good as your as your in uh, you know uh, as your as your uh, presuming it to be. You started your campaign on cheesy bread, so I mean, can you really? I, and, and do you see me over here claiming to be healthy? I have never. I have MS. I have terrible health. Like who? who like I would never. I'm Spike Cohen, and I'm super healthy. That's why I have a neurodegenerative <laughs> I like, disease. I feel like you're probably still in considerably better shape than I am. That's probably true. Listen, I mean, we. Although I will say, like, we were both happy to be in air conditioning. In what yeah. was that? What city? What city were we in when we were doing that? Uh, in the mall, Scranton. Scranton, Scantron. Sorry, how could I forget we were in Scantron? Um, yeah, the so, home of Michael Scott, man. Yeah, where I had just taken a photo. So, this is relevant <laughs> to your campaign since we're doing this. Uh, I was at. They wanted to take a badass photo of me in front of the paper company thing or whatever. No one told me that my tie was like at my like seven inches above Dude. my navel and Your so let me pull ridiculous. up this jackass photo hold on a second let me find this nonsense it, it looked like a child wearing his first tie for easter i am so angry at this photo Any, I hate anytime this. oh my gosh it's so bad oh my so lord much. let me pull this nonsense i out. will i will point out for everyone though that this man appeared to be wearing like gator shoes or something and he looked i was like yeah gator pimp. yeah no i was i was yeah, certified pimp with my younger brother's tie on. I let me let me. <laughs> this was so. Let me get this damn photo. Oh my gosh, this made me so angry. And it was all over. It was such a hit on my social media, and everyone's like, "Hey, nice tie, schmuck." Look at this garbage. Look at this. And then they 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 turned it into a meme where they they like added length to your tie. So they ca- added length to the crap, tie. Like- yeah. No, look. It, it, why? And it's then the angle, which made it even worse. Like, why did no one say anything? It was after this that I realized I needed it, to learn to tie my own ties. And I did. It kind of looks like in that photo you were about to drop a dope mixtape. And speaking of, <laughs> um, that actually reminds me, uh, Spike, oh, release no. the mixtape now. Or And no one gets hurt? I... Didn't say that. Listen, I mean, I'm going to, here's, here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to play the first, I'm going to play the first track from my mixtape right now. Okay. Legitimately white right now, because you asked and because it's your birthday, I am going to play. I told people that I would deliver and I have. Don't you? (laughs) 
No, this is definitely not going to get us kicked off of YouTube. I promise you. Um, I mean, it, it, well, it might. No, I, it definitely will not. Hold don't, on. I'm don't, going. Don't this is this got us kicked out of track number one of. Why is this not working? Hold on. Let me get my thing. It's the the tech guy. Yeah. The t- <laughs> so this is all right. Fucking hold on. Steven. <laughs> this damn Steve. All right. This is look. This is the first track on my on my mixtape for everyone to listen to right now. Okay. Happy birthday, by the way. This is it right here. Um. I, I think we're all done searching for the mixtape now. <laughs> I think that's how you got it to go away. We're, we all heard that. And we're like, all right. Now everyone leave me alone. <laughs> that is actually the first track of my mixtape. So tell me a little bit about the voting demographic in your area. <laughs> oh, we're still doing this? Okay. Um, yes. You're still so running the, for office. I thought that was all a joke. Um, anyway. <laughs> yes, we have a Democratic Democratic incumbent. Um, I'd say the borough itself leans, mm, if I had to guess, uh, not looking at literally any official numbers, 60-40 Democrat probably. Um, but, and and the, and the guy he's currently married is a good dude. Um, nothing wrong with him, but hey, we could always, uh, we could always use some more libertarian ideas. Yes. In, in office um and he's he's ran unopposed the past i think two elections so i see that i'm like nah you gotta at least have some competition you gotta have someone you running start... against it yeah yeah i i can't stand that when it's like there's only one person running why right. is it because yeah. everyone agrees with what they're doing no that's just no one runs and I, I i need i need like 16 signatures so like why why wouldn't you just have somebody run is like, that the threshold is 16 signatures <laughs> 16 and a half, two uh, percent of the winners total, and luckily, you know, since he ran unopposed, he only got like 700 votes last time, so that wow. kind of made it easier to run wow. this time. And was, no one else is running from, against this guy. That not that I, not wild. yet that I know of. To be, to be so, totally the honest, civic engagement, the civic engagement in East Stroudsburg is clearly very high, <laughs> because 16, no one was able to cross the 16 and a half vote threshold. To run for mayor. Well, once once I become mayor, everybody's going to be kind of high at Eastburg because we're going to decriminalize it. You know? <laughs> that can be one of Little. that can be so, one of your 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 promises. You can say when I'm done here, everyone's going to be higher than our sixteen and a half vote threshold, huh? Huh? Matt, and you, you do that Matt every Hicks time. You go, huh? Like that. Those sixteen signatures. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna need I'm I'm gonna need Spike up. I might if we if we have Jorgensen's phone number, if she can come up, that'd be great. We just need everybody, all hands on deck. It's gonna be tough. I can come I can definitely come up there and get you the sixteen and a half signatures myself. Perfect. Just by playing uh, that track on my mixtape. <laughs> and saying I won't I think- stop playing it until I'll follow him around and say, I'm not playing this. I'm not gonna stop playing this until you sign this thing. And they'll be like what is this? I'll be like, it doesn't matter. Just sign it. 
It's the thing that stops the music. That's what it is. I, I'm I'm worried if you play your mixtape here, they they'll just cancel the election and and make me mayor permanently. The listen, I'd love to you help know, you in that way. <laughs> you're, you're you're a generous man, Spike Cohen. So before we get started, hey, by the way, do you have time to stick around and, and do the show with us? Yeah, why not? Okay, cool, cool. Let's do that. Um, so, be, are you cool with that, Matt? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, okay, Matt, you cool. can actually Happy? just take off. I'll, me, it'll be me. Like, <laughs> we're good, man. We don't. <clears throat> you're the guy. Yeah, you're, for your birthday, you get to be guy on left. Actually, you're guy on right. <gasps> for your birthday, you get to be guy on right. Yeah. And I'm guy on you're, left. You're Spike Cohen. <laughs> yeah, you're do Spike I to, Cohen. Do I, I have like do I have to have like really bad looking bangs or whatever to to be yes. guy on the right? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely do something about that hair. That looks way too good and and yeah. kempt. You have to pull that pull that sucker down. You gotta comb, Dude, comb you, that you gotta, sucker down. You gotta hard. get Tasha, like you just let her have a pair of scissors and like let her fix that thing, man. Like it's it's not good. She won't touch my hair. She won't touch my hair. I, oh man, you're... yeah, no, it's I bad. Think, it's bad. I think you'd be president right now if if you just clean that up. <laughs> if I didn't have these bangs, yeah, no, I, I, I don't Donald have a compelling Trump argument against for that. the last four years, and you think that Spike's hair is what stopped him? That's you know what? <laughs> well, that's you know, I didn't really get made fun of of my hair that much during the campaign until after the <laughs> campaign, and I do think it was because compared to what Donald Trump. Okay, well, two two things. One, you didn't get made fun of that you heard. And two, I think if you said more racist things while you had bad hair, it would be okay. Oh, okay. So if it's like, yeah, your hair sucks. And I'm like, okay, but but also I hate Mexicans. And they're like, oh, all right. Well, yeah. then, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. No, that makes sense. No, because then then it's on brand, right? Like to be racist and have terrible hair they, is they okay. won't notice that they, they don't they won't even notice your hair once they're when there's like reeling from like some racist diatribe you went off on like about the, the vietnamese or something you know like wow oh yeah and i gotta pick something like like mexico being racist against mexicans is completely played out i'd have to pick like like a really like a very <clears throat> unrepresented ethnic group in this country which kind of makes yeah. it worse because then there's only like 12 of them and they're like, what the hell? What do we do? <laughs> what do we do to you? <laughs> Wait, why us? What, like, what is your problem? Or, yeah, so I'm not going to do like, that. Stu- be super specific and take like four different ethnicities, but like you know, they have to meet like the whole criteria, like Irish Americans from Mexico who were born in March. Screw them. <laughs> and are left-handed. Like, and, you know, like really like, so it ends up being like six people who are like, what the hell? And they're like getting emailed and stuff like Spike Cohen hates you and like what? Who? So anyway, speaking of obscure uh, racism, we now go on to our next segment, which is the black cold brewed caffeinated rapid fire segment brought to you by Black Brews Cold Brewed Organic Coffee spelled B-L-V-C-K because nothing matters anymore and we don't we spell things however the hell we want it's 2021 <laughs> you care about spelling loser uh black is the most delicious cold brewed organic coffee to ever be horrifically misspelled go to blackbrews.com B-L-V-C-K brews.com and uh and get yours today and be sure to use the code MW, which also spells coffee now. Who the hell cares? Who's uh, Use code MW to get free shipping 
on your black product. Matt, we have some breaking news. Matt, where's the breaking news, Matt? We do, this one. We have some blacking news. Some blacking news here. So we're back at war in Syria. Well, that's good. I mean, it's not as though the U.S. military uh, has ever, the Pentagon has ever lied about the pretext for starting a war in a country or anything like that. I mean, they can't hear you. What'd I do? They can hear you now. Oh, what happened here? What did I do? There we go. So you so, say all that again. So about 20 minutes before the show started, Biden ordered airstrikes in Al Bukamal, Syria, near the border of Iraq. Um, and so now uh, what I said makes perfect sense. Yes. Uh, reports say they, they were targeting facilities used by Iranian-backed militia groups, and this was in retaliation for a rocket attack on February 15th that killed one civilian contractor and wounded a U.S. service member and other contractors. So, yeah. And as I, like I said before, this is very common. Joel, you, you fully trust the, the military-industrial complex, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I can't think of many things I would trust more than the government. Um, maybe gas station sushi or um, yes. Spike Spike saying we're going to go live on a Tuesday. <laughs> Ouch. Hey, sorry, man. I, I had to bring the heat there. Well, you did. Well, you did. You did. Yeah. kind of hurts. Now, according kinda to hurts, earlier reports... But... Go ahead. According to the earlier reports, it wasn't clear if damage was what damage was caused, or if there were any casualties in this attack. But again, all of this, most of this, is coming from the U.S. government that's saying these things. And you trust the stripper that yeah. say you, says you don't need a condom? Just ask Hunter <laughs> Biden. Um... <laughs> this took a turn like far to the We're, left. This, I don't. This is man. We're going to get accused of being worse than the actual airstrikes. Like, this is... <laughs> How did this happen? So, speaking of airstrikes... Um, yeah, I mean, listen. This, this kind of stuff isn't going to end until we bring the troops home. When you have occupations happening that are never going to end, it leads people to attack that occupation. Or, some would say, defend themselves against that occupation... It's never going to end. This is just another reason to bring the troops home. And it's going to be used as a pretext to expand things in Syria. I hope that this is just a limited thing and that this isn't, you know, so, a pretext for invasion. But 
this they've was, been pushing so this for an invasion attack, for a while. This was an attack for Iraq, and they hit a Syrian... Because of the attack in Iraq, we hit them in Syria. I think yeah. that, according to what reports were saying, which I had to, you know, we I was reading things right They were coming out we, right as we were going live, right. yeah. So, yeah. according to the reports that I was seeing... Um, they, they decided to do this as a strategic attack in order to not uh, escalate the tensions any further, which I don't know how bombing a city in Syria won't escalate tensions in Iraq, but I do a podcast and I don't do, you know, foreign policy. Um, yeah. But that was, that was what their reasoning was. They said that they chose this area in Syria because uh, a lot of the Iranian uh, militia-backed People are Iranian-backed militias are uh, are staying there, and they went after their facilities, but they didn't want to kill anybody, which I don't know why you would do that. Yep. Well, Trump did that though, uh, uh, or no? Trump took out uh, the Iranian uh, general, and then the Iranian government launched missiles, but didn't attack, didn't target anyone. <clears throat> I, I can say that as mayor of East Strasbourg, I will not be attacking Syria in any capacity. That's unless that's they start solid. something, and then I I will I will get them. But by the way, if okay, well that's good to know for the people of East Strasbourg. Now, Me real personally. quick, how can by the way, how can people reach you uh, if they want to help your campaign? Like, where are you? That's a great idea. We made it this far <laughs> without me actually plugging the reason I'm here. Uh you can help me and my campaign at www.getsgetz, the number four, mayor.com. You can see where I stand on uh, the issues. You can read a little bit about me. Um, you'll be able to see some endorsements coming soon. And more importantly, you can donate because yard signs apparently do not come in for free. You do have to spend a bunch of money on them. Not and, yet. Uh, yeah. But the good news is uh, Spike Cohen said he would personally match any donations made uh, in the month of March, which is not true, but. I up to a thousand Dogecoin. I will I will match <laughs> any donation up to a thousand Dogecoin. This is actually a really good website. Yo, yo, I should shout out Michelle Taroli for that. She's the one who took the pictures. She made the website. Um, and I always tell her, I know she's amazing because she made me look like an adult candidate running for office. She which did. is not, there is, is not easy there to is, do. This is actually really good. I, I want to I wanna show the, the people this real I, quick. I'm uh, a little bit hurt that you sound so surprised that it's good. <laughs> No, that's I, this isn't surprise. I'm just you know just saying. I've, I've seen a lot of libertarians campaign sites, and I would be yeah. Surprised. That's, that's kind <laughs> yeah, that's of what fair. I was going to. So fair. you definitely have a part about, as you put it, invade Stroudsburg. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't messing around, dude. I will. No, I can tell it's... that's. And you're looking at colonial troops. Yeah, I, I should have mentioned that, too. When we invade, everyone will be wearing colonial costumes. Oh, yeah, that one's important, too. Eliminate permit requirements. Yeah, yard sales, sidewalk sales, that kind of stuff. Pretty much if it's uh, you need a permit for it, I just want to get rid of it because it's probably, you know, probably a waste of time. 
You have to vote for this man, East Stroudsburg. Here's and here's where you donate. And media, you can can you put the thirty eight second clip from our interview Tuesday up on the media? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take all of these down and only put the thirty eight second one. What? <laughs> I, I was I was also told to say hi from Brian Nichols to you. I was on with him yesterday. That that's coming out, I guess, oh, in a couple Brian. of weeks. But... Oh, oh, Brian's I'm... great. Yeah, Brian's great. Yeah, yeah, I had a great time talking to him. Uh, Spike, while you're on the website, there you could you know. You just go ahead and donate right there. Yeah. I'm definitely going to write this down for later. Again, <laughs> no, no. Right where, now, I, I, so my entire fortune was converted into Dogecoin back in January. And uh, I need a Dogecoin link. I can't ethically and for religious reasons, all of my, all of my finances are now done through Dogecoin. Did, did you just pull the Jewish card so that you wouldn't have to donate to me? The old Jewish Dogecoin card? Yes. Yeah. That's a, the oldest trick in the book, Spike. I, the I oldest Jew so trick in times. the book. That's the oldest so, Jewish trick in the book. I use a different currency than you. <laughs> so speaking of Brian Nichols, for the last yes. three weeks in the world or in the American political podcast ratings... He has been one above us every week. That's really going to change after today. <laughs> after today, this is. I, well, yeah, we've got Joel Getz on. Brian uh, Nichols, you, straight, you're done now. Straight to the moon, baby. Yeah, he, we've got. He has been one above us. Joel Getz. every single week. Yeah, no, that ends today. <laughs> you guys are going to be number one until about March eighth when my episode with him comes out. Um, which I think might actually somehow have been a little bit more disorganized than this. Um, I'm going to <laughs> destroy had, had time. that episode. I won't rest until that episode has been canceled and deleted from the internet. We are not losing. We are taking. We are overtaking Brian Nichols's place in in the on on podcasting. He he doesn't. I love Brian. He doesn't live. No, I love Brian too. I love if, Brian if too, just, but this has to. If end. you send me your mixtape, I will go to his house and destroy our our our, uh, our interview. <laughs> How many more tracks do you need? I I just played a track from my mixtape. No. Spike, I don't want a track. I want you to take the playlist and I want you to send it to me in an email. No, but <laughs> that could be your donation. It's, it's not, it's I, not I asked just, for that and I didn't get it. No one's getting it. My wife asked for it. I I am actually she didn't she could care less about this um this uh but if she had I wouldn't have um I this isn't a, a like just a playlist I remix these songs I understand that why do you think we want it so bad Spike well granted but speaking of things that people speaking of lashing out against the Supreme Court yesterday. Donald Trump Monday. lashed Monday. out against the Supreme Court yesterday for Monday. failing to block the New York uh, district attorney for, from seeing his financial records in an ongoing investigation into his business dealings, Matt. Yeah, yeah that's right. That all happened Monday because um, these notes were from Tuesday. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that happened Monday and uh, Trump called it a fishing expedition and Part of the greatest political witch hunt in history. Part of the greatest. It, it's the greatest political witch hunt in all of history. Just fantastic. Okay. Um, but nobody knew that because he's not on social media. Um, today, 
Who did Today, he say this to? I, I don't know. Um, he walked outside and just he just he just screamed it into this the is the air. greatest witch hunt in all of human history, and then went back inside. Right. Um, today, the uh, New York DA did get these records, these financial records and tax documents, and it's over a million pages. <laughs> what? Yep. It is over a million pages. I think that they just sent him literally everything. They're just burying this, him. He used the Saddam strategy. So yeah. when when the uh, uh, the uh, International Atomic Energy Association or whoever it was in charge of uh, uh, you know verifying uh, Saddam's compliance with the with the the, the WMD thing uh, or the UN required uh, Saddam to release his WMD evidence, he released like tens of millions of pages. He gave them it was like trucks full of paper and 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 they had to go through it and it was there was nothing there. But it was like yeah, it was just like he just was like, Oh, okay, I'll just get I probably gave them every everything that was of no value. Um that is funny. Uh, yeah, uh this was reported on C C N B C since I didn't update the notes. Um Yeah, it's it just says millions of pages. That's all it says is millions of pages. So I, he, they just sent everything. They sent everything. That's funny. probably mostly like fo- photocopies of somebody's like ass, and they're just right. like, hey, just throw those in there too. Have them. <laughs> it's just a bunch of that steel would... dossier reprinted over and over and over again. It's, it's shuffled the same, in. It's the it is the it is the phrase greatest political witch hunt in history. But each page, it's tilted one degree. So if you flip it. It, if you flip it, it slowly rotates around in a circle, and and does that like twelve or thirteen times. That's like that's like a, a, about twenty thousand pages. Oh man, that's funny. So another uh, thing that came out that shocks no one is that uh, Malcolm X's family uh, have made public uh, a letter that was written by a deceased police officer named Ray Wood, who states that the NYPD and the FBI were behind Malcolm X's 1965 killing. Again, surprising absolutely literally 0% of people. Yeah, Wood's letter uh, said, under the direction of my handlers, I was told to encourage leaders and members of the civil rights group to commit felonious acts, um, which I believe is entrapment. Uh, I will have to confer with Catherine Zeta-Jones, but I'm pretty certain that that is entrapment. Why, why? Why the weird look? Is that a reference that nobody gets? I, Is that like a uh, movie? I'm not a. So I don't know what it means. She was in a movie called Entrapment with Sean Connery, and it was a, there was a very famous scene of her practicing going through laser. Oh wow! Yeah. Did this Did this movie have like sound? Was this like way back in the day, or like what are you What are you doing? Now? It was like ten years ago. No, oh, I well, no, it was actually like twenty-two years ago. But anyway, was it um, really? Yeah, it was in nineteen ninety-nine. We're just so <gasps> wow. We were close. Old. Yeah, no, we're we're old, man. I'm old. I don't know about you. I'm not all old. right. No, no more Catherine Zeta-Jones references. Um, Maybe you could. Yeah, like out most like of our audience Charlie wasn't Chapman. alive. 
when that movie came out if that if you want to be depressed again um so we know that the government so a a jury unanimously concluded after looking at evidence that the government was behind the killing of martin luther king uh we know from uh released co intel pro documents that the uh that uh they assassinated and, and slandered fred hampton uh, who was a Black Panthers leader who was unifying different uh, racially based groups uh, behind uh, be, behind the idea of anti-authoritarianism. Uh, we know that they uh, uh, that they put uh, Leonard Peltier in prison on bogus charges. Uh, we know that, you know, there, there'd be no reason to doubt uh, the at least the possibility that the FBI and the NYPD conspired with certain members of the Nation of Islam to uh, assassinate uh, Malcolm X. So there, there's no real surprise there. Um, speaking of no real surprise, um, Ted Cruz decided not to stay in Texas and use his mag- magic uh, Zodiac powers to stop the uh, snowstorm, Matt. Yeah, um, a lot of people freaked out about this story, about Ted Cruz leaving to go to Cancun. And I didn't, I was like, I, that's what I would do. <laughs> I would leave because so I, I get that. Okay. So I, in contrast, it's terrible for optics, it's terrible, it's terrible for, for optics. optics. And if you want to say that you're a leader in Texas, then you would, at the very least, you would be focused on coordinating efforts to try to help the people in Texas that are being affected by this historic snowstorm. Even if you choose to personally leave Texas and go somewhere where, where you're able to, uh, you know, able to, you know, make sure that you have power the whole time so you can better coordinate efforts, whatever. But like you went to Cancun, like, he was just like, oh, it's good. Weather's going to be really, really bad. All right. I'm going now. I don't think it's possible that he didn't realize just how historic of a snowstorm this was going to be. Right. He just decided to take a, a vacation because the weather was going to be bad, which I mean, who hasn't done that? Who's been able to, but he also left his poodle behind, which kind of bothered me. I, I will make two promises. Uh, when I am mayor, not only will I not be a prolific serial killer, I will also prevent it from snowing. Will you allow your father to kill JFK? Um, I, I'm going to have to say no to that, being that he's dead already. So it seems I'm not like supporting it, you. I can't support you anymore. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, then he's dead. You know, screw it. Okay. All right. Good. No, I'm yeah, back. We'll, I'm back. You we'll got me him. back. I will. I will got completely me back. sell out for money. So yeah, you've got, we'll got, you got. You've got oh, me back. I did forget to mention it to you, Spike. Um, I've been telling people for a one hundred dollar donation, you can come to Eastburg and commit a misdemeanor crime. Uh, you will be arrested, but like I personally won't stop you. So. You could just a free pass to do whatever you want if you donate to the campaign. But it's not a free pass because they're still going to get arrested. Because <laughs> they're still going to get arrested. No, you get a pass from me though, so that's I can't control anybody else, you know. But... Oh, like you're not going to personally stop them. Yeah, but you're also not going to stop the police from arresting them. Well, I mean, I, you know, no, but just give me your money, okay? It's not come on. You're making this tough. Just give me all. Give me a. You're, you're making it sound like a stick up here. No, it sounds like you're encouraging other people to do stick ups. Um, so, or at least saying you won't stop them. But to be clear, I mean, who here has ever said if you commit a misdemeanor, I will physically stop you? So really, you're just 
monetizing on that. Right. I prefer to, yeah, I mean, I look at it as innovative, but sure, yeah. <laughs> it certainly is an innovation. So uh, AOC, credit where credit's due, uh, she raised over $5 million in donations for Texas, proving once again uh, that we need government uh, to do things that are charitable <laughs> for people because voluntary action just won't ever happen. That's right. Uh, she said 100% of the money raised through her uh, grassroots donor network will go directly to help Texans. Uh, the funds will be split among 10 relief organizations, including food, housing, and elder care support. Um, and good on her. Good on her. Yeah, JJ no, absolutely. Watt. J.J. Watt does something similar. I'm not sure if he will after he got cut, but um, he does something similar often whenever there's a uh, tragedy in Texas. And whenever you have people, I don't care if you're politicians or uh, private private citizens, um, if you're raising money, if you are using your, your, your fame and your network to – you have a weird look on your face. Yeah, go ahead. They're see. saying the sound's bad. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's uh, Skype. Yeah, but it, they're saying it's bad now. Hold hold on, folks. Let me... Is it better now? So... Go ahead. Who do we blame for this, Stephen? <laughs> yes. So, oh, it's better um, now. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. Okay. Um, so, any t anytime somebody... Any any person, I don't care if you're a politician or a private citizen, anytime that you uh, go out and you raise money without the aid of government and you give 100% of that to the people yep. that you are raising it for, good on you. Yes. Absolutely good on you. Yep. No, absolutely. We are very, very happy about that. Um, I think if it were me, I'd do a power play and donate like $1,000 to the local uh, humane society in Ted Cruz's area in the name of this poodle. Just flex on him. That's, that's actually fair. I would do that. That's I do actually this fair. For Sparky. This is Sparky. Sparky Cruz. I'm going to find out what Ted Poodles, Ted Cruz's poodle's name. Please, please be Snowflake. Please be Snowflake the poodle. Spike, uh, since you're an animal lover, I should tell you I did recently. Oh my gosh, it's Snowflake. Holy sh. <laughs> There's no way that's true. That's amazing. <laughs> Matt Wright, the legend. Oh. That is apparently amazing. Showing a 2014 Facebook post by Cruz apparently showing a picture of the dog identifies it as a rescue puppy named aptly enough Snowflake, gender unknown. Which is a weird name. Snowflake, gender unknown. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> a few right. weeks ago, as they were going to bed, Carolyn and Kathleen prayed. Dear Jesus, please, please, please bring us a puppy. Well, meet Snowflake, a rescue puppy who has made two little girls unbelievably happy. The, the, and so to show how much we care, we're going to leave Snowflake outside in a <laughs> snowstorm. Because they didn't specify when they said, please, Jesus, bring us a puppy. They didn't say, and we won't neglect it in sub-zero temperatures. 
It should have been more specific for sure. It should have been more specific. Those kids learned a powerful lesson there about character. Um, so speaking of which, what? speaking of character. Breaking sure. news, Spike Cohen is against animal abuse. Yeah, breaking news. For anyone who didn't know that. So speaking of which, we have, speaking of, so our next segment is the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment. Where we take your calls, your questions, we certainly wouldn't, aren't taking calls, would take your messages uh, that you leave uh, on our uh, anchor by going to anchor.fm.com, anchor, just not even .com, anchor.fm slash muddied waters, and uh, there's a button that you can press to leave a message there. It's called leave a message. I don't know what the button says, but you do it to leave a message, and you can leave us messages, and we will answer uh, your messages live on the air right here on the personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law anchor call in moment. Now you can also leave us donations there by pressing another button there that says, leave us donate. I don't know what that button says, but it has donations on there somewhere. It says donate or something similar to that. And, uh, now you do not have to make a donation for us to play your messages on the air, but we will like you more. So, Very true. uh, here are now, our now, questions. What's that? Now Spike Owens asking for donations after he refused to publicly donate to me. <laughs> whatever. Well, again, I said I need the Dogecoin option. So, uh, so we have two questions, both of them from Alex Boyer. Boyer? Boyer? Boyer. Boyer? From Boyer. Alex Boyer. Uh, and here is the first one. Virginia. Hello, hello, Alex. Virginia. Oh, y'all can't hear that. Can't. Personal injuries. You can't hear that, can you? I can't now. Oh, no, I can't hear that. I cannot hear that. You should have just pretended to be able to hear it and then just answered a random question. Spike, Spike would have been like, Matt, what are your thoughts? I'd be like, hmm, I agree with what you said. <laughs> That's a tricky situation that has to be handled delicately. So, uh I am yes, that's an excellent point, but I, I I think there are many sides to this subject. So I'm making an executive decision. We're gonna postpone the personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds attorney at law anchor call in moment until next week because right. Skype sucks and we hate it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we'll go to our next segment, which is that <laughs> Joe Biden was once again in front of a camera and you know that ends poorly very that ends poorly very often so he so, took part in a town paul hosted by anderson cooper matt yeah last week probably it may have been thursday it may have been a week ago today um and wow. cnn to their credit have been pointing out all of the lies that he told during the event oh gosh i have to hold on i'm wait Hold on. There we go. You just keep. Uh, on you put them all there. on the other frame, didn't you? Yep. So, yep. Um, there we go. Yep. So CNN yes. is actually fact-checking uh, Joe Biden on what he said at their town hall, uh, which personally surprised the hell out of me. Um, now. We're going to go into a couple of things that you said, some of the stuff that CNN covered and a few things that weren't covered by CNN. Um, 
Starting with Biden said that the 725 per hour federal minimum wage is too low. And then said soon Fact after. Fact check, for, false. No, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. And then he said soon after <laughs> CNN, false. It's not true. It's not what the federal minimum wage is. Um, and then he said soon after, for example, if it went, if we gradually increased it when we indexed it at 720, if we kept it indexed by to inflation, this is me, I'm not making this up, this is what the quote is, um, to inflation, people would be making 20 bucks an hour right now, that's what it would be. To oh, which wow. CNN said, no. No. Today's federal minimum wage of $7.25 per hour, which took effect in 2009, would not even be close to $20 per hour if Congress had decided to link it to inflation. Adjusted for inflation, $7.25 in 2009 was equal to $8.98, we'll call it 9 bucks in January of 2021. So he was off by 100%. 100, like over 100, yeah. 100 yeah, and, like 110. 10%, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... He was off by 110% there. Now, obviously. So, <laughs> I think what he's trying to say is people will reference what the minimum wage was in the 60s and say that if that had continued to rise to inflation, it would be like $23, which makes me wonder why the hell is our money worth that much less? Maybe we could explore that number. Because it's not made with real metal anymore. No, because uh, it's made out of out of monopoly money. Right. And in contrast, Bitcoin, I'm going to I'm doing a libertarian Bitcoin thing now. Bitcoin or Dogecoin is worth several tens of thousands of times what it was worth. In fact, let's talk about Bitcoin. So the federal minimum wage went into effect in, in 2009, 725. Hey, guess what also happened in 2009? Bitcoin. So I I will accept one Bitcoin as a donation as well. Just one single coin. That's a bargain. <laughs> I, will, I will also accept one. So to put it in perspective, in 2010, someone bought a pizza for like 100,000 Bitcoin or something like that. Some ridiculous amount of Bitcoin. Okay. And more than likely, that pizza company said, ha, ha, ha. And then like threw the flash drive away because, you know, whatever. I think it was Papa John's. So probably. Probably. Yeah. Because if they didn't, they'd now be the most powerful company on earth right now. Uh, the A Bitcoin used to be worth fractions of a penny and is now worth uh, at what was it worth? worth? What does it crash to most recently? Uh, Bitcoin has recently crashed down to 46,661, retracing so. lows it hasn't seen since eight days ago. How can you people still be using this currency when it keeps crashing? What, what's it at? 46.6. That pizza cost $466 million. <laughs> let me, let me see delicious. what the amount of... Uh, yeah, that's 10, what well, was good. It was, I mean, it was better 10, ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's, right? Uh, <laughs> better, better ingredients, a little bit of racism, Papa John's. <laughs> Yeah, the pizza oh, cost ten, about so 30 ten, bucks, and he needed 10,000 Bitcoins to pay for it. And now you could buy it with fractions of a fraction of a Bitcoin. So maybe it's not the wage. Maybe it's the money we're using. Anyway, 
Um, I'll just leave that out there. Joel, as mayor of East Stroudsburg, do you plan to put East Stroudsburg back on the gold standard? Um, yeah, absolutely. It's 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 a toss up between that or just uh, using Bitcoin and Dogecoin. Uh, you know, we might just switch to Dogecoin. You know, that's fine. I would I would move to a city that that switched to the Dogecoin standard. Yeah, um, or maybe, hell, maybe I'll just make my own currency, call it Getzcoin. I don't know, like, but none of this, none of this, fake, you know, monopoly money from the Fed. We're definitely gets, done with that. Getzcoin, Getzcoin, We'll call it. We'll call it Gets bread. Gets bread. No, I like it. I like would actually rather use that than fiat currency. Um, so they're also he lied he also said that here's another statement he made the vast majority of the people those 11 million undocumented they're not hispanics they're pe- god joe <laughs> they're people who came on a visa who was able to buy a ticket to get in a plane and didn't go home they didn't come across the rio grande swimming now <laughs> This guy is president. I... <laughs> so CNN fact check this. <laughs> and I just realized the insinuation that he made with this statement. He said Hispanics can't afford plane tickets. Yeah, that they have to swim here. Yeah. <laughs> Across the Rio Grande. This is, I, I read this like 20 times the other day when I was doing the notes and it didn't even occur to me that he said Hispanics aren't able to buy tickets because he didn't name another race. He didn't say it was Asians who did this or it was Europeans who did this. He said they're not Hispanics. They're people who were able to buy a ticket. <laughs> they didn't come as opposed to swimming, swimming here. We, so the people that will say of... things like, I'm so glad that Donald Trump's gone and we have some civility and intelligence and we don't have to listen to racist remarks. I'm like, you've never actually listened to Joe Biden talk, have you? <laughs> like ever. Oh. Like ever. So putting aside the inherent racism in his statement, uh, CNN did fact check that he was wrong to claim that the majority of undocumented immigrants are not Hispanic. Uh, it's the, the the numbers are not exact. It is obviously difficult to compile comprehensive statistics uh, on a on a population group of people that aren't here legally. Uh, according to the Migration Policy Institute uh, think tank, they ep- estimated in 2018 that 73 percent of undocumented people in the U.S. speak Spanish at home, uh, and 68 are from Mexico and the Central America region alone. Uh, with an additional 7% from South America. That doesn't include those who are from uh, 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 Latino, Latin American islands, uh, such as the Dominican Republic and uh, and Cuba. Um, Pew Research found that uh, the Mexican share of the undocumented population has fallen over time, but that people from Latin America still make up uh, 77% of the undocumented population back in 2017. There are certainly many people who, as Joe said, was able to afford, and he used bad grammar too, was able to buy a ticket to get in a plane and didn't go home and didn't come across here a, sw- a swimming. 
<laughs> so I want I want to address something in the comments really quick. Um, all of these quotes that we are using are actual Joe Biden quotes. We are the only way that we are messing them up is when we start laughing reading them. These are real quotes. You can find them on WhiteHouse.gov. Do you, do you do you think Joe Biden gets away with it? Because it's almost like it's like his kind of racism is is like almost the cute kind of racism where like your drunk senile uncle will like start screaming about Mexicans at like Thanksgiving dinner. And you're like, oh, okay, why don't you go lay down? I guess yeah. so. I mean, I, I think honestly, a lot of it is people don't actually listen to what people say anymore. They hear what their favorite social media pundits say about what politicians yeah. say. So, like, uh, I'm sorry, I know. didn't listen to that. <laughs> I can't see so, your face, Mike, so I hope you're laughing as well, but I know Matt is. So. Wait, why can't you see my face? Oh, you know what? I can't. I'm not. I'm... Probably because I have a MacBook from like 2004. I don't know. Oh, that could okay. do it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's probably what's doing. What do you see? I just see Matt. Matt's uh, wonderful hair. Oh. Yes, you you got it. It'll it'll go between just Matt, or then it'll be, have Matt on the left, and then you on uh, you on the right. But oh, oh so like Although, when I'm talking, you then see the the script. Okay, I see what. Okay, good. Um, so then next he said, and I came back and said they're going to end their one China, their one child policy because they're so xenophobic. They won't let anyone else, anybody else in. What I like about this quote is I doubt he, this is an extension of another six sentence. I think he just started, like someone asked him a question and he's like, and I came back and said they're going to end their, their one child policy because they're so xenophobic. They won't let anybody, actually he said end their one China. And then he said their one child policy because they're so xenophobic. They won't let anybody else in and more people are retired than working. So how can they sustain economic growth when more people are retired than working in, in China? In China. In China. With the one point whatever billion people, he said more people are retired than working. In China. It's, it's where actually, everything is made. It's yeah. actually pronounced China. 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 Yeah. China. So, um, CNN, go, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, it's, uh, CNN fact-checked this as well, uh, and they said that it's not even close, that there are more people working than in retirement. Um, China reported having about 775 million employed people at the end of 2019 and have reported... Uh, 254 million people age 60 or above the normal retirement benefits age for men. So an almost three to three to one ratio. No, a more than three to one ratio uh, retired to uh, or working to retired. And he was saying that this happened when he was vice president. So like 10 years ago right. when China's workforce was even younger so the numbers were even more skewed uh, towards that. Well, thankfully, yeah. that's just a different cultural norm. Um, the so then 
The next thing he said was, we came into office, there was only 50... Can this man not speak English correctly? No. No, he can't. We came into office, there was only 50 million doses that was available. And then moments later he said, we got into office and found out the supply, there was no backlog. I mean, there was nothing in the refrigerator... Figuratively and literally speaking, how would you figuratively say there's nothing in the and there, there were fi- 10 million doses a day that were available? So he then, went from 50 million to nothing to nothing, figuratively and literally. I, why, <laughs> how was that? It's you know, that old yarn about nothing being in the fridge. <sighs> then later, soon after that, he told Anderson Cooper, but when you and I had talked last. We talked about it's one thing to have the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office. Wow. It actually hurts my brain just listening to you read it. I mean, this is not. So, so, which we didn't have when we came into office, but a vaccinator, how do you get the vaccine into someone's arm? So in a period of a one town hall, we went from there were he came in office, there were 50 million doses to there was nothing available, but that they were bringing in more doses every day to then there there was no vaccine until he came into office. Yes. And so apparently he forgot that uh, he was vaccinated in December. Uh, Fake news. (laughs) Yeah. He got a shot. He doesn't know what it was for. Um, that was that was just to keep him alive. <laughs> fun to fun be fact: fair he, to... he's actually like the weekend. At, he's like weekend at Bernie's. He actually, I think, passed away several years ago, and they're just they got him on strings and stuff like that. Did, did anybody that see his uh, his press conference today? I can't even tell you what this thing was about. Honestly, that's how bad of a press conference it was. It was it, it had something to do with. Healthcare, I think. I don't know. Um, but in it, it's if you find it, I should post it, but I don't know where I have that link saved. Um, but he he's talking and he says he at like four minutes in, he starts talking about a computer chip and he's like, we have more computer chips now. He pulls a computer chip out of his pocket to show it. And. He's like, you probably can't see it. And it's like, no, it's a computer chip. And you're nine feet away from the camera. You look like you're just holding your fingers this far apart. I kind of feel bad for the guy because they're just parading this out. But I was going to say, like, we're sitting here fact checking someone who has no clue that he said any of this. Yes. Like, this just seems like the biggest, like... We've spent, we are hyper focusing, you know, this statement he made is factually inaccurate. And he's like, I don't know who I am, man. Let me tell you, let me tell you, man. I met a guy, his name was Salami Sandwich. And he was a bad man. Like, I mean, this man his name was poor puff. He was a poor, he was a bad boy. Salami Sandwich. Like, and we was friends. Like, and, and this like there is, and that we're like, you know, Joe Biden was inaccurate about the ratio of workers to retirees in China, and he's like, you know, he's in the corner like skipping a doo dah. Like he has like, 
And yet we're going to continue doing it. We're gonna, no, there's more. There's more. No, there's more. There's more. Not only did he say skippity doodah, but then he said that there is a consensus among economists, left, right, and center, wow, that we can't spend too much. That's even worse than skippity doodah. <laughs> I think it would be a fun game if you took hallucinogenics and then listened to a Joe Biden press conference. Oh, buddy, that would, that's dangerous. That's really, like, you, you honestly would have no idea if it was the drugs or just Joe Biden. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't like watching him sober because I get flashbacks to being a high. Like, I can't imagine. He, he is from, actually, and he is from Scranton. So maybe he's the reason you got kicked out of the mall. He's the reason that I was wearing that god awful tie. But Spike, speaking of straight, Joe uh, Biden Matt, did Matt this. Point, Matt point, Matt Hicks pointed out. Do you do you remember taking the pictures in front of the Trump headquarters? Oh yeah, and there was dog and, poop or something. Yeah, what, what, I, I remember a, something. There was a steaming pile of dog crap in the corner next to the window of the Trump headquarters in Scranton, and we. We, we took pictures. I was flipping off the Trump flag and, and, and you were like, should I do it too? And both Matt and LeQuinn were like, no, 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 no. I think I pointed at the dog poop. Like, yeah, yeah, there yeah. was. So we kind of took a picture with with dog crap uh, while we were in Scranton, which is almost as funny as getting kicked out of a mall. But I assume that was part of the Scranton pilgrimage that and wearing a tie that's seven inches long. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, it is. Um, that's part of the charm of Scranton is you just never know when you're going to find uh, feces on the sidewalk. And then if you do, the next part of the game is, is it from a dog or a person? <laughs> we don't know. Beautiful, beautiful. That's probably a much dog. more difficult game to play in Scranton than it is in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it is an accurate so, statement, yes. So he said that there was consensus among economists – left, right, and center, that we can't spend too much, which is, I got fact-checked about a joke about the CIA giving weapons to us. And this man's walking around saying that there isn't a single economist that thinks that the government is spending too much, or can spend too much. But that led to this, that led to this exchange between uh anderson cooper and, and joe biden uh cooper says uh well let me ask you your administration had set a goal to open the majority of schools in your first hundred days you're now saying that means those schools may only be open for at least one day a week biden says no that's not true that's what was reported that's not true that was a mistake in the communication but what i'm talking about is I said opening the majority of schools in K through 8th grade because they're the easiest to open, the most needed to be open in terms of the impact on children and families having to stay home. Well, now, I want to say this, we're gonna have this to circle was back. his most coherent sentence. That was his most coherent sentence. And it was just so incredibly, incredibly wrong. Yeah, it was wrong. <laughs> it was completely wrong. Uh, let's circle back to Jen's Psaki. Which is Sorry. Polish for circle back. Um, and who said that uh, his goal uh, that he set is to have the majority of schools, so more than 50%, open 
open by day 100 of his presidency, and that means some teaching in classrooms, so at least one day a week. Hopefully it's more, and obviously it is as much as is safe in each school and local district. Later, she put it this way, teaching at least one day a week in a majority of schools by day 100. When asked about free college, oh, this is another thing. So then when asked about free college, Biden said everyone should be able to go to community college for free, for free. That costs nine billion. Nope, that costs nine <laughs> billion dollars. It, it, it doesn't, uh, and we should pay for it. And the tax policies we have now, we should be able to pay for you. That sentence doesn't. This is so bad. Do you spend almost that much money as a break for people who own racehorses? <laughs> $9 billion as a tax break for people who own racehorses, but there is absolutely zero evidence of that. And not only did um, whatever site I got that fact from, uh, that <laughs> did they check, but I also started looking for tax breaks for racehorses and whether or not it would equal $9 billion. And no. I don't think that uh, I'm not sure how he got that figure. I I have no clue. I think he may have just pulled that one right on out of the keister. So the includes it. So depre, de, depreciating allows people to write. Okay, so there is a. It's not a tax break. There is a. They allow you to depreciate depreciate the value of racehorses as they age. So that's not really a tax break. It's just letting them depreciate an asset. It definitely is not $9 billion. It is not $9 billion. No, it's probably not even $9 million. Wow. Um, But then, so... And and yeah, college for free is definitely going to cost more than nine billion dollars. But uh, then, so CNN, di- gosh, what good? Got uh, <laughs> CNN didn't fact check this. Wow! But Joe did. He then, after he said that Hispanics can't afford plane tickets, <laughs> then, then he said this. The uh, the other part portion is. A lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community, in the Hispanic and the African American community, oh, no. particularly in uh, uh, rural areas, Matt, just do a voice they can't y'all can't inner hear city districts, know how, use, know how to shoot up the schoolyard, how to get in line for that He's COVID vaccination dude. at the at the Walgreens I just at, at, my at the particular store. <laughs> So because Matt and Joel couldn't hear this, what Joe Biden said I, was that I was going to say, I know of, what he said there. <laughs> he said people of color uh, don't know how to use the Internet and therefore aren't going to be able to register online to get the covid vaccine at the, at the Walgreens at the Walgreens. People in communities, black communities and Hispanic communities don't know how to use the Internet and they can't register to get online to register at their local Walgreens to get the vaccine or something along those lines. Uh, and after like, after realizing just today 
that he said Hispanics can't afford plane tickets. Um, <laughs> now, breaking news, Joe Biden has responded with a, uh, a very powerful statement apologizing for his misstatements during this town hall. And I had a nurse at, at uh, nurses at uh, Walter Reed Hospital who would oh. bend down and whisper in my ear. Go home and get me pillows. They would make sure they actually probably nothing ever taught in uh, you can't do it in the COVID time, but they'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move to get get me moving. You couldn't hear that either, could you? No, but I know that one by heart. Yeah, but Joel doesn't. So very powerful statement. You're not a real libertarian, Spike. (laughs) No, you're not. Um, So (laughs) you are Spike. That's all we have for this. By the way, that's all we have for this episode. That is all we have for this episode. I was looking forward to doing a very short episode. Hitting? Yeah, you guys don't have me on if you think things are going to run smoothly and efficiently. I, I don't know what well, to tell you, man. Well, once you have Skype and Joel and hiccuping, then, then uh, you know, it just makes everything uh, it makes everything better. So, Joel. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Oh, are we still on? <laughs> yes, yes we're, we're, we're still on. I don't know why I'm hiccuping, but we're still on. Joel, again, one more time. Hit them with that website and social media. How can... <laughs> how can tell people them how to reach donate? you. How can people reach you and donate? If you guys don't mind, I'm, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about that, that charity I mentioned uh, on oh, Tuesday yeah, as well yeah, real yeah. quick. Um, oh, yes, please, 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 please. To... You can donate to my campaign at getsformayor.com. That's G-E-T-Z, the number four, mayor.com. Um, you can you can find me on Facebook, Gets for Mayor of East Stroudsburg. The, the Facebook is on my website as well. Um, but also what I want to talk about was when I started doing the politics and I started having the opportunities to do shows like this and, and, and people were giving me a, a, you know, a, a megaphone to, to yell into, I, uh, I want. I like to talk about um, a charity I, I do work for and I, I walk for every year to raise money called the AFSP, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Um, every year is tough for a lot of people, um, especially wintertime, especially 2020 and now 2021, which is really just 2020 part two, probably. Um, but they do a ton of great work with educating people on the signs of mental illness, depression, and uh, suicidal thoughts. Um, and they, 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 they literally, they, your money literally helps save people's lives. Um, I'm super proud to work with them. Um, as someone who, who suffers from depression, educating yourself is so important um, in terms of seeing it in yourself and also seeing it in other people. Um, I read a book one time, this guy said, you know, if, if somebody had just looked him in the eyes and asked how he was doing, he probably would have broken down and told somebody that he was planning on jumping from a bridge that day. So just, just be kind to people, educate yourselves. Um, you never know that just, just smiling at somebody that you walk past in the grocery store, you, you could be saving their life. Um, so check out AFSP.org. Um, if you can donate to them and my campaign, that's awesome. If you can only do one, give them the money. Uh, they're, they're doing great work. They're saving people's lives and, uh, we'll, we'll figure out the campaign stuff. Uh, they're, they're doing stuff way more important. And thanks for letting me talk about that. I, I love that charity. They do great stuff. No, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So AFSP American, no, ASFP. Nope. AF, American Foundation. AFSP, the American 
foundation for suicide prevention. I'm going to let Matt talk because I apparently can't control my esophagus. We, so on Tuesday, we we didn't do our uh, normal Chris Reynolds uh, anchor call-in moment, and we couldn't really do it today because of the audio problems that we only have when we use Skype. But Joshua McHose wanted to know uh, how much salmon he needed to bribe you with for the mixtape. And he asked a question that I reworded. Um, and he wants to know how much smoked salmon could Spike Cohen consume if he still smoked chronic. Um, <laughs> because that's how much salmon he is willing to smoke salmon. He is willing to give you for the okay. mixtape. Uh, so I can right now, if I prepare my stomach early in the morning, I can consume no less than three pounds of smoked salmon. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I have a problem. Um, it's such an no obscure th thing to be addicted to, too. I'm like, you know, people are like, oh, I love pasta. I love pizza. And Spike Owens like, I will mess up some smoked salmon, man. Have you? He, so he's on next week's episode of My salmon? Strange Addiction. It sounds like such a bougie thing to be addicted to. Like, yes, and <laughs> I have my caviar right beforehand while you peasants eat your Domino's. <laughs> That's me. I unironically sit and judgment, judgmentally eat my sustainably sourced wild caught Alaskan smoked salmon, while other people are like, "Yeah, I like Funyuns." <laughs> You know, and I'm, I'm, no, that's accurate. Was that, that was your 100% accurate impersonation of me. Of you. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> you. Yo, I like, look at me. Oh, bagel bites. And I'm like, yeah, I like this fish hey, that was hey, like, especially don't talk sourced. shit about bagel bites, Spike. Like, <laughs> bagel bites are the nectar of the gods and that's what keeps me alive. And it's also what's going to kill Jewish. me. He's Jewish. He ate bagel bites. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's kind of insulting to my – okay, bagels aren't a costume. They're my culture, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you can't bite-size them, pal. So, so – well, I've, I've learned so much about the Jewish faith today. This has just been – Fantastic. Every episode is a is a is a deep dive into Judaica. Um, so to answer the question, if I were high, how much more salmon could I eat? Because that's the real question. How much how much smoked salmon could Spike how much smoked salmon could Spike Cohen consume if Spike Cohen still consumed chronic? Oh, it was a oh, it was a, a uh, tongue twister. Wood wood woodchuck. Yeah. Um, how much wood would woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Would as much sam smoke salmon as Spike could smoke smoke smoke. <laughs> so I'd say five pounds. Jesus, I I think Jeez. you're going light. I think you're going a little light there. I think you no, could keep in mind. No, uh, keep in mind if it were just salmon, like just salmon, salmon, probably like like closer to ten pounds or eleven pounds. Do do you need help? <laughs> yes, but we're here for you. Just blink twice, but, and we'll send somebody to your house. No, I don't need help. I'm can quit any any moment now. 
the reason that I have to have less of the smoked salmon is because smoked salmon has a high salt content. So five pounds of smoked salmon would be something like eight or nine thousand percent of the daily recommended intake for salt. Well, no, 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 eight or nine hundred, maybe That's even a thousand. It would be like somewhere around ten percent, ten times the recommended daily allowance of sodium. But, you know, That's not good. government's not going to tell me how much of something I can put in my body. <laughs> I'm going to look that up, actually. How much <laughs> salt? Salt. Uh, I just assumed, like, the, the sodium contents and stuff, it's like a sporting event. Like, you just want to get your numbers as high as possible. Like, I, I, just, I just go for the <laughs> maximum I can, like. Until I kind of like feel a little pain in my chest and then I'll take a nap. Right. You drink, you drink a little bit of water, you take a nap, you wake up, you're fine. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Or you don't. I'm an American. <laughs> Either way, so, the, the pain in your, it goes away. Like it's. it's so, if, oh God, it's worse than I thought. So four ounce serving. Hold on, five. Here, keep talking amongst yourselves. 80 plus 4 is 20. So, Matt, thanks for having me on the show. It's been a great time. You know, Joel, I'm, been, I'm really glad that you were able to hang out for the entire episode. So, hey, so I'm... now I want to, you told me something that I'm going to, um, you didn't tell me it was a secret. So I'm just going to tell everybody. When we had um, Joe Soloski on, there were a bunch of comments in <laughs> Like things like Joe Soloski could dribble a bowling ball. That's yes. true. I've seen it. <laughs> you started these? Yeah. Um, I am Joe Soloski and Steve Sheets' is social media director uh, for governor and U.S. Senate, respectively. Um, and I, 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 I kind of learned it doing the Jorgensen stuff where, yeah, I – I'm not, you know, Soloski's running a campaign that works for him. He's very polished. He sounds very, very, he has a great speaking voice. I'm funny. I can be, I'm, I'm boisterous. I can, you know, take, push things to the edge. We're different people. We have to, I'm more Vermin Supreme. He's more the exact opposite of Vermin Supreme. Uh, so, you know, I, I just went on there. And I was like, oh, I want to watch his interview, but let's see if we can get people talking about this too. So I just thought, oh. I remember those Chuck Norris jokes. Let me let me Google some of those and just swap out the names. And then I, as soon as I heard you guys like literally stop the show and laugh at them, I was like, this has been a success. This this, this yes. worked. And now now on our other posts, people will come in and go, hey, yeah, and make like another Chuck Norris joke. And I'm like, boom. That's the point, right? Is to yeah. create yeah. that 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 yeah. popular thing. And I, and the and thing is, Joe's personality fits it perfectly. Perfectly. Oh, kind of. He's a serious guy who has a sense of humor and who, he's, you know, who can wink, like wink in on the joke. Guy. Yeah, he, yeah, he actually is like the Dosekis guy. He is the Dosekis guy. Yeah, and what I also love is this man has a downright operatic speaking voice. You know, he sounds I, like a professional uh, a radio announcer. And he goes, now with a voice like this, of course, you can tell that I am an accountant. It's like, wait, what? Uh, you know, it's, no. it's, I, I think he's, I, we love Joe on this show. So just, uh, breaking news, uh, a 
serving, uh, a typical serving of smoked salmon uh, has as much as 2,260 milligrams of salt of sodium, which is roughly 94% of the daily intake uh, of sodium. Five pounds of that would be 45,200 uh, 45,200 milligrams of sodium or 45 grams of salt. That's it? So basically like an ounce and a half of salt. Which, if you're thinking that would probably kill me, you are correct. So I'm probably going to have to scale back when I say the amount of smoked salmon I can eat in a day. I, I that have would absolutely kill me it would it would very very kill me i had lunch today at a at a very nice jewish deli in tampa um called cast street deli okay cast street deli um or cast street restaurant cast street um but uh it was fantastic i got a reuben which you may remember those um and it was mm, just so so tasty and delicious um and I got latkes with it as well, but um, they Ooh. sell 28 pounds of lox. 28 pounds. That's like their size that they sell. For how much? Like, uh, I didn't look at that because I knew I wasn't going to be able to afford it. You, you I, I, I might not be able like to afford it. Cat. C-A-S-S. Cass. Street Deli Tampa. And yes, yeah, super fan Sarah Ander eggs latkes are better. They're better. I am not saying that that Cass Street is has better latkes than super fan Sarah Ander egg. I would never say such such a thing, publicly or privately. <laughs> anyway, no, buddy, 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 buddy. They're twenty eight dollars a pound. It's not twenty eight pounds. <laughs> uh, I'm very mad at my boss right now. Come on, Joe Biden. <laughs> very mad at my boss right now who told me it was 28 pounds. <laughs> I mean, you could get 28 pounds. I mean, right? you, could. you could get 28 pounds. It would cost yeah. you a lot of money. Cost... <laughs> it would cost you oh. $784. <laughs> but you now could that... do it. I'm not saying you couldn't. I'm technically not wrong here. Now, now that we're now that we're nearing the end of the show, let's get down to brass tacks. What kind of uh, muddied waters swag should I be expecting in the mail? <laughs> time, my time is very valuable, Mister. Uh, I think it's Spikel Cohen and Matt Wright. So, what are we what are we talking here? When I come up there, I will bring you a couple things. How about that? Do you when are you coming up here, though? You're already bailed on our convention because you have to go to California. Okay, first of all, <laughs> I was invited there first, had everything organized, and then everyone's like, hey, why don't you come to Pennsylvania? And I'm like, sure, but I will be yeah. doing something remotely for, Calif for okay. Pennsylvania. You got invited there first, but which state allows you to take pictures next to piles of dog crap? Our state. Probably so also California. Cap Probably also California. Well, that's you. You don't know that's dog crap. 
Yeah, it's it's a probably, but we don't know for sure. I can guarantee you in Pittsburgh, there's going to be dog crap right outside your hotel room door. I'll put it there. I don't give a damn. Well, as tempting as that is. <laughs> can you? T- yeah, I'm in sales. So wasn't that a good pitch? Um, that was as good a pitch about dog crap as one could make, friend. Um, so Joel, again, so if people want to reach you, gets for mayor.com G E T Z for the number four mayor.com, uh, to be able to find out more about your campaign. Uh, thank you so much for coming on again. You were fantastic. We are now finishing this show. Thank you guys for having me on. It's been a wonderful way to spend my birthday. (laughs) Yeah. And happy birthday. Happy Happy birthday. birthday. So. Matt, if someone were to want to try, oh, uh, join us next week <laughs> on Tuesday for another episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom, where Matt Wright and I parse through the week's events, or I guess the three days events, like the like the like the delightful little twenty twenty Wonder Boys that we are, and then join me Wednesday at eight p.m. For my fellow Americans, where I will be interviewing, I think, Doug Bandow from Cato. Oh, and uh, we have, uh, next week, we have Martha Bueno. Martha Bueno! Next week, we have Martha Bueno, who is running for something in, wait, Martha Bueno. That was weird. You guys are just... You guys are just top-notch professionals. She is running for Miami-Dade commissioner uh, in District 10. And then join me next weekend. Not this weekend. Next weekend, I will be in beautiful Miramar, Florida for the Socialism versus Freedom event. I'll be on the side of freedom. Uh, Featuring Gloria Alvarez. You see I'm doing the role because i got to do the Spanish thing. Featuring Gloria Alvarez. Wait, which is it Gloria, Gloria too? Or I think you should just go with Gloria. Gloria. It's, just, it's just Gloria. It's just Gloria <laughs> Alvarez. And then also Antonella Marti and Marta Bueno and uh, Spike Cohen will be there. I don't know how to say Spike Cohen in Spanish. I'll pay you money to never try to roll your eyes again. <laughs> Gloria. <laughs> it's not good Gloria. That's hard. Why I never do it. Yeah. Just embrace your whiteness and be like, I'm gonna sound dumb if I do this, so it's Gloria. Like done. What was Gloria messing Alvarez. me up was I was putting the R after the I, so it was like glory Gloria. <laughs> you just went from being like aggressively white with it to being like Joe Biden with it. Like So so join me there. Matt, if someone for some reason wanted to continue watching this program in the future and see us on the internet, which I don't know why they would, but if they did, not after tonight, not after tonight if for some reason someone didn't catch this episode and, and as a result still tolerated us as people, what, uh, is that even possible? And if so, how? It would, in fact, be possible. Um, all one would have to do is go to Anchor.fm slash muddied waters, where Anchor. you can find all of our audio episodes yes, for those people who are in school and really enjoy the 
awesome. great to see you. You can also leave us messages. I guess it's this has so much sibilance. Sibilance happening. So much sibilance happening. Every time we're we at it, it's this popping, that popping, pop. Happy birthday, Joel. Happy birthday, Joel. Yes. I'm gonna have nightmares about this. You can also leave us donations. It's Joel's birthday. And happy birthday. Spike sounds like he's about to ask me for the ring so he could launch into the Mordor. I have no idea if that was accurate based on the movies. I really I was going to say, I don't think that that's actually... We all float down here, Joel. Happy birthday, Joel. Um, God. <laughs> oh, oh um, now we all float down here. Or... Alexa's freaking the fuck out. I need, uh, I need a drink after this interview. Well, it's your birthday. Or, you've earned it. You, well, you it's your birthday, die. so you should. You didn't die this year. You deserve a drink. Um, or you can find this in every other episode at MuddyWatersMedia.com. Well, that is fantastic, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, Joel, thank you so much for coming on. Matt, thank you for... Hey, thanks. And uh, <laughs> folks, thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week. And where we're going... We don't need roads. <laughs>